0: What a pleasure it is to get to visit with uh, the Hunter Nation first ever ambassador of the month. Uh, Ted got a few quick lightning round questions for you. What is your one and only
1: favorite animal to hunt? My favorite animal to hunt is, since I hunt all the time, my favorite animal is whatever shows up broadside at 20 yards looking the other way. That's my favorite animal. It doesn't matter whether it's a woodchuck or a turkey or a pheasant or a deer or a pig. I love animals that get within range of my Matthews bow. You know, obviously the white tailed deer is like the beast of beasts for the hunters of the United States of America. And I certainly love that. But, but I'm not kidding when I tell you that as a bow hunter, I need something broadside at 20 yards looking the other way. So if it's legal, I'm killing it. You know, you should have been a destroyer
0: captain in World War II because any ship that got broadside was going down. That's right, <laughs> baby.
1: All right. What's your favorite guitar? You know, here we go again. Um, my Gibson Birdland as a species as a model, it's a hand carved spruce, North American arch top jazz guitar, which I happen to have one of the most beautiful examples here. It's uh, handcrafted by American luthiers at Gibson. Now in uh, Nashville, back in Kalamazoo is where I got most of them, but it has, it has its own personality. It has its own touch. <laughs> It's a beautiful instrument. It brings out a musical adventure in me every time I grab it. So I would say of all my Paul Reed Smiths, my Les Pauls, and my Birdlands, my favorite guitar is my 1968 Gibson Birdland from Kalamazoo, Michigan that I lovingly refer to as Blackie. Do
0: you play any other instruments other than the guitar?
1: I've been known to uh, cause tribal uprisings when I get behind a drum kit. I get a little Motown Funk Brother thing going on, and the girls just have to shake their money maker. So I play a little bit of drums, and I've been known to pound on a piano uh, to get some uh, parallel augmented rhythm patterns that duplicate my guitar licks just for that sonic spread of guitar thickness and lower piano thickness. So I'm not really a pianist, and I'm not really a drummer, but I can uh, hammer out some meaningful throttles nonetheless. All right. You can
0: only choose one car in history What's your favorite
1: car of all time. I got to tell you, here we are in 2022, and I happen to own my favorite car of all times. Remember, I'm a Ford Bronco nut. I've had Corvettes. I've had Cadillacs and I've had BMWs and I've had uh, Mercedes Benz, but right now in 2022, the name of my new record is Detroit muscle and the opening lyric is strapped your ass in. I got a fire breathing Mopar downtown. Detroit is like a rock and roll dream kick out the jams. If you really want to go far, cause the motor city soul going to make you scream 19 in 2022, Dodge Challenger Hellcat Wide body, Super Sport Red Eye, 840 horses. It's, and based on what's in the trunk, it qualifies as a fighter jet. So my Dodge Challenger Red Eye with my M4 in the trunk is my favorite car in the history. It handles so good. People in the left lane don't even bother me anymore. By the time I go around them, they didn't even know I was in the neighborhood. It is such a joy to drive. You know, Ted, we
0: film uh, The Nightly Nuge every day, and today you were 30 minutes late for filming, and uh, why was that? <laughs> that
1: was that was because I was going around somebody in the left lane in Bellmead, Texas, and the speed limit was 45, but in my Hellcat Red Eye, I was able to go Ying! and get around him in just a flash. I mean, I couldn't even burp. Barack Obama in the time that I got around this guy. But unfortunately, there was a Mel, a Bell Mead city cop with radar. And by the time my radar detector went off, he already had me doing 77. So we'll see how that pans out. But it was just a, it was a hiccup in my otherwise law abiding life. Okay. You,
0: Shemaine's going uh, to pick up ice cream. You only get one flavor. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Hagen dazs chocolate chocolate chip. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that one. Um,
1: now, that's, o- that's only because the good humor man doesn't come around anymore, and I would have got either a real fudge sickle or an, or an orange cream sickle, but they don't even make them anymore. I'm kind of partial
0: to uh, Jamocha chip myself.
1: Okay, I'll um, get you some.
0: All right, besides you, um, you're going to a concert, number one singer, performer of all time. Who, who 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 would you go see? Easy. James Brown. Other than you, best guitar
1: player you've ever seen. There's so many. Um I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Eddie van Halen um, because he was so diverse in not only his histrionics, but his groove. He had an unbelievable organic sense of rhythm in his delivery of not just exciting lead guitar parts, but his grind of a grooving rhythm as a white kid. Um, he really defied uh, the history of who can groove like that. Cause I come the, from the world of the funk brothers of Motown. So I know what the gods of groove look and sound like. And Eddie Van Halen at the times I jammed with him and just listening to their records, you can tell he had an unbelievable, uncanny Superman sense of rhythm beyond just as outrageous uh, uh, athleticism on the guitar neck.
0: Now, if uh, we had a time machine, which we may or may not need, if you could take your existing band right now and co-concert with any other act, past or present, on the stage together, playing each other's songs, who
1: would you do that with? Rolling Stones. Because I know all their songs. And they they'd so delivered that black American soulfulness from the howling Wolves and the Muddy Waters and the Lightning Hopkins, the the BB King, Freddie King, Albert King, uh, certainly all things Motown, Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Little Richard. They so delivered the songs that I had already been playing before the stones brought them back around that their their cocky delivery as 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 worshipers of that black pulse, the stones and the Beatles, they worshiped Motown and Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley. So I know all of the stones. Plus I spent time with Keith Richards and he's, he's such a special dude on, on every level that uh, I happen to know all his guitar licks. So my band, Greg Smith on bass and Jason Heartless on drums, we could flex uh, it, 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 an interwoven, uh, indiscernible meshing with all things uh, Rolling Stones, even with Steve Jordan, who is now taking over Charlie Watts' drumming job. God rest his soul. Um, yeah, the Rolling Stones—they are—they are the beast of beasts, as far as I'm concerned. Well,
0: we, we ought to work on that because I know there'd be a lot of music lovers that'd love to see you guys on stage with those guys. Okay, last question: If you could go back in time to any event, okay? Famous event in time, and you got to live to come back to modern times and tell us about it. What would be the one event in time
1: you would like to go back and be a part of? It'd either be the Alamo or the Concord Bridge, because it was a moment in time, a pivotal uh, 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 juxtaposition of good over evil, um, where this, this spirit and sacrifice of those patriots Um, literally paved the way for any happiness that we are able to experience in these days and times. So to be part of such a defiant warrior tribe at the Alamo or a defiant warrior tribe going to Concord Bridge and uh, telling King George and his punks to kiss our ass, that'd be a great, great, inspiring moment that would live forever in my heart. If you
0: all come back again tomorrow, we have another edition of The Nightly Nuge.